And good evening, everyone. Edwin Lee Raymer here with you at the Edwin Lee Raymer Show and my trusty co-host, Mr. Bill Wilson, who has set up a fine interview for us tonight. You're going to know this gentleman. He is the Rutherford County Mayor, Mr. Bill Ketron. And uh, we're glad to have him with us. Glad to be here. uh, Bill, uh, before we get uh, into this thing, uh, do you have any condolences? Have we got anything going out that you know of? I don't know of anyone. No. I'm not that, that, that I know of. Do you? I do not. Okay. I do not. All right. Um, Mayor, I'm going to turn that up just a little, if you don't mind. I don't want to. I don't want to blow you out of here. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm good. He may be. This may be the only guest we ever had could do do a show without his headphones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, we've been. Uh, so you wanted to be mayor, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, how's that working out for you? Yeah, how's that working out for you? <laughs> uh, we were just talking naturally about the COVID thing, and uh, you know, uh, the the deaths are, are are up nationwide here in Tennessee. I think today we had what eleven thousand cases reported. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think this may be, but I, I really felt like we were finally entering a turn to maybe head down the home stretch i'd hope we were well you know if you saw the numbers today we have traditionally for the last several months been ranked number three in in the entire state right but knoxville knox county and hamilton county has jumped out in front of us and up wow. sumner's right there too right yeah well they i think what's going to help you know the vaccine i just noticed where the, they're starting to go out i guess they're dividing it up They'll have 20 million doses 20 million. by the end of January. And those are probably... By, by go- sometime in January, I believe. They're going to go to the elderly or people who are sure maybe sick or whatever, and then they're going to go to the uh, doctors and stuff like that. But uh, I think once that goes out, we're going to see it starting to decline, hopefully. Well, uh, one of the best friends I've had, I guess probably the best friend I had out of Kentucky my entire life, Terry Jones, uh, Miss Dean, his mother... All of uh, our parents, uh, our my mom and dad and his mom and dad, uh, we lived together for 40, 35, 40 years at the end of the road, you know, at the end of Key Cemetery Road. And, uh, of course, Terry's dad has passed away, James has passed. Of course, my parents have, have since passed. Right. And uh, Dean's the only one left. Well, she's 84, and she has been in nursing care, but she, she got, a ta- got a whiff of this stuff. And they had to take her and uh, provide extra care for her. And I just talked to Terry before I came up here, and she's doing much better. So yeah. they are on top of it. Now, that's in Kentucky. That's up in, in around Madisonville. And, uh, Miss Dean, if you're listening, I hope you I hope you get better and get better soon. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, everybody knows. I mean, of course, in the nursing home, I mean, it, you, you know, you're going to have to get that vaccine to those people. And I don't have a problem with it. I'm not standing around my arm out, you know, so far right. so good. Knock on wood, I've been very fortunate. I know. think President Bush, all the ex-presidents, Bush, Obama, Clinton, and even Carter. Did President Carter are going to get a shot on TV? I believe that's what they said they're going to do. I thought that was that's probably Carter, good. Well, the now? COVID doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican no. or if you're a white or black man or woman, you gay, straight, whatever. No. Yeah. No, it's um, yeah, it's it's uh, you know it's 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 non-discriminatory. I'll tell you that right now. We're going to get into it with Mayor Ketron on the COVID thing and things that have been done, things have to be done, and future things we'll do. Right after this, we'll be right back. But for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. 
with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. Thank you, and that's a little step upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Heavenly Raymer Show. Of course, I am Ed Raymer, your host. This show is produced at the studios WGNS AM 1450 and 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight with your questions, comments, ideas, or text. And uh, Zach is on the board, and he'll take a text. If you don't want to go over the air and be heard, we understand. Uh, something for the mayor or for me or for Bill, 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. And like I said, you can send us a text to that number as well. My co-host, as you know, is Mr. Bill Wilson, a.k.a. Mr. Murfreesboro. Our guest this evening is the Honorable Mayor of Rutherford County. I may have said Mayor of Murfreesboro. That's Shane McFarland. I'm sorry. That's correct. I get, I get you all mixed up. You can also listen to all of us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com. That's WGNSRadio.com. And all the other fine programs there on WGNS as well. Facebook, you can reach us at the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. And you can also on Facebook Live at Bill's Mr. Murfreesboro page and watch us there as well. And again, you can always download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. Stephen Reynolds has got a good show on there. Um, uh, uh, I think you know him, Mayor, Mr. Stephen Reynolds. He's got a man in the middle, a podcast he's doing. It's going very well for him. Uh, Miss Angela Bingham, she's on here every Sunday night at 6 with Simplicity, doing a great job. we got some fine folks up here that are going at it hard and heavy, even through all of this. Um, okay. Zach, I, want to, for... I want to ask the mayor something. Okay, go right ahead. Well, we were talking about this earlier, and I've known Mayor Ketchin uh, most of my life. And <clears throat> my dad was the – I guess it was he wasn't the county mayor, it was the – he was the chairman of the quarterly court or the county court. He was he was chairman, uh, I believe. Didn't he take over when, uh, when when Judge McFarland had a stroke? Yeah, it was after McFarland, then Dad, and then John Mankin, Nancy Allen. Ernest. Now, what year yet, Bill? Seventy eight to eighty, okay. and I got a copy of the budget. <laughs> the total budget for Rutherford County from nineteen seventy eight was twenty six million dollars. Four million was the county general fund. The schools was fourteen million, and I, compared to today, it's yeah. it's it's a lot more. There was only like eight funds here that they looked at: the roads, a bridge fund, oh. and the workhouse, it's, and the airport. Know, and they met quarterly. Yeah, that's right. They met quarterly. Yeah. And at one time, there was forty-two commissioners. That's there was correct. two in each district. That's correct. And we've got twenty-one now. Twenty-one, 21 yeah. now. All right, we have a caller on the line. Thank you, Zach. Caller, uh, if you're with us, please go ahead. Hi, Ed. This is Beth Priest. Hello, Beth. How are you? I'm good. You know, at the start of your show, you guys said you didn't have any condolences to send out. But I do think that it needs to be mentioned that there was a Rutherford County 
teacher that died this morning. You are uh, correct. Did yes. Not know that. Yeah, a teacher at Siegel High School of the Digital Arts. And um, I I believe that that should be mentioned. And yes, ma'am, also, please. Please do. If we know about we'll you know, we'll, we'll always try to, I didn't, to make I didn't know that. about it. As I understand, Beth, wasn't that the second teacher we've lost to COVID? Well, I believe so. And from what I've seen from, you know, what's being shared, we have another teacher at Vanderbilt in ICU because of COVID right now. Mm-hmm. And so my question, I guess, for Mayor Ketron, and, and thank you for being on. I, I know we've talked on the phone before, and yes, so ma'am. I appreciate that. Um, so my question is, and I, I guess maybe, um, you know, I just want to make sure and, and get you here while we have you on the radio on the record, sir, that uh, our mask mandate will not be lifted anytime soon because I've said this in a school board meeting. We cannot afford to lose another teacher, and here we are. We've lost another one. It's, and I know the school board has to make that decision. I know that's that's not your call, but you know you are responsible for keeping a mask mandate here. And I just I need you to say it. <laughs> okay. Well, Beth, is there anything else, please? Nope, that's nope. all. All Thanks, right, Beth. and we were going to talk about that. Beth, thank you for your call. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Uh, Mayor, I, I don't see any way we're going to get around the mask no, no, thing. No, I mean, you know, I don't I, think anybody's trying to dodge it at this point. Not at all. Uh, 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 Governor Lee gave all the county mayors the uh, authority under uh, Governor's Act. Uh, I think it was Executive Order 36 gave all the mayors the authority to mandate right. uh, the mask, and that mandate is still into effect until December 31st, okay, until uh, the end of the year. And uh, you know, when I declared, I had our uh, law law team put it together because I have to issue that for Rutherford County. Right. I just put in there until further notice. Sure. So sure, right? Further notice, just it could be, it could, it be, could be March. March. Yeah. Well, okay. now I'm I'm going to say this, and I, you know, I sometimes not the most popular guy in the room, but uh, I said this, and I ain't saying it because Bill Ketron's here. I, I I mean this, and I've said, Bill, you and I've talked about this. The governor should have been able to take this this bull by the horns well, and not yeah. turn it over to our county I mayors think, and our city mayors. I don't I don't like that. Yeah, I uh, thought you know. the governor should. And have. I know Bill's a big boy; he stands on two feet. Shane can too. That's fine. Well, he's, but that should be their responsibility. Yeah, it's unpopular because it's it's a it is it is it, very unpopular. I but I think it's saving lives. I mean, if they've done studies, and well, I've got I I wear my mask. I try to wear. I keep. Sometimes I'll forget. I run back I know. to the car. I try yeah. to you keep know, one in my pocket. There's arguments on on both sides, and I I've got yeah, I've got I've gotten beat up on both sides for those when I didn't mandate it in the very beginning for the first right. two weeks. I got beat up, and then the other side when I did. You know, you're never going to make everybody happy, especially no. on this issue. I don't like wearing. Them. I don't I like. I them really, either. really don't. Right. Um, sometimes I can't breathe; it gives me a headache. Right. Um, uh, the the thing that Doctor Dan Rudd, who is our uh, doctor out at the uh, sheriff's office. Right. Yeah. He, he runs that Rudd. medical. Uh-huh. Doctor Rudd runs that medical program for there and the workhouse. And he told me something. He said, in my professional opinion, he said the mask is not going to keep people from getting it. But in my opinion, the mask might save somebody getting a from getting a full dose. Right. If that makes sense of the virus when it comes through, and that's why some people are not having to get a ventilator on because. Obviously, those people had, yeah. they had well, underlying conditions or they got a full dose. But if this saves 
somebody from getting 50% or me spewing. That's exactly right. You know. that's, that's what I was saying. The, the, a cough or a sneeze is even worse. It's unselfish. You know. Okay. Yes. Zach's going to take us to our first. Zach's uh, on the board with us. Mayor Bill Ketron, Rutherford County Mayor, is here with us. And uh, Mr. Bill Wilson, Mr. Murfreesboro, I should say, is here. My name is Evan Lee Ray. We're going to go to our first series of breaks, and we'll be back with the mayor in just a couple minutes. Stay with us. You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out of Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left, take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Sweet B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad sushi starters but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills now mark has set up four of these grills and these chefs are second to none uh, the food very reasonably priced and if you got the kids with you a date with you they will show you a good time that's zao's hibachi and sushi grill 145 Wendellwood drive here in murfreesboro Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Mafia Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Thanks for tuning in, and when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with parts a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a 1,000 families with their real estate needs. And we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds. Now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties, sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's. 877-GRUMPY's or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. 
curve them, crack them, or bend them, we can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. And we're back with you. Thank you, Zach. We appreciate it. Thanks to all of our sponsors, too, by the way. Thank you so much. Uh, Mayor Bill Ketcher and Rutherford County Mayor is here with us, and along with Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson. We have a caller on the line, and I think I know who this is. Caller, go ahead, please. Hey, uh, good evening. Good evening. Hey, hey uh, Ed and, and Bill. Uh, first of all, I want to say the mayor's a brave man to, to go in there without a personal security detail to hang out with you. Two <laughs> well, well, I was getting ready to call you. <laughs> hey, Austin. Is this guy that put his fence up around his Christmas tree to keep his puppy out? How's Marty That's doing? Right. Tell Marty we said hello. Hey, uh, well, Marty's doing well, and yes, I did put a baby gate around the Christmas tree to keep him from, from eating the ornaments. But uh, I thought it might have been to keep Claire out of her gifts. Well, it, it could be. I've got them hidden all, all over the house. Do not touch. Um, hey, in all seriousness, I, I did want to ask uh, Bill a question, but it's not COVID-related or mask-related. It's kind of like, let's, let's fast forward to 2021 and right yes, what does he see out there you know for the county like what's the biggest issues and challenges that we're facing outside of covid and i'll i'll hang up and wish you guys a merry christmas and merry let christmas, somebody else dial merry in. christmas to you, Same to you austin and tell claire we said hello and thank you for the question that's a good question it's because things seem to have been put on the back burner here with this stuff right. thank you austin merry christmas to you sir what do you think? All right. Well, um, good good question. Sure. To, it's it's not everybody talks about is COVID anymore. Yeah. Of course, education is always going to be at the top. Sure. Um, and facing those issues. And, of course, it does come back to COVID because it's affected our lives. And I don't know how, how things are going to be – how things are going to change unless this True. vaccine does it. Okay. But uh, in the top two or three uh, schools, of course, uh, the number one thing I ran on – two years ago in 2018 and been working on this issue for back when I was on the county commission in the 90s is our landfill. Um, oh, yeah. 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 You know, uh, the giant in, mountain in, of, yeah. In Middle Point. And, and let me just tell you that the um, our public works committee has been working diligently. Even with COVID, we sure. were social distancing. We've been working. We put out an RFI. We got about 14 different companies from inside the United States and one from Brussels who showed an interest in getting more information. Mm-hmm. Once we got all that information in, we put together an RFP. The RFP went out about two weeks ago. Now, what is an RFP? Yeah, what is RFP? Request for proposal. You know, almost a bid. Right. And so we're anticipating we're going to have uh, between 18 and 25 companies that want to at least put in a proposal as to how they want to handle their ideas of how they want to handle our waste stream for the next 25 years because that's what we put in the proposal. Mm-hmm. We need right. somebody to tell us what to do. That guy from New Jersey that actually flew in from New Jersey and he said that he wants 
a piece of property that we have. He wants to put a tipping station on that piece of property. He wants to buy it and then have all the trash dumped on that tipping station. Okay. Picked up. He wants to put a railroad spur because it's right next to the railroad. Right. Take the trash, put it in open top uh, train cars right. and take it out of the state. And just well, make now, it out of here. Where would this where would this go? They, his company out of New Jersey, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, they own a, a, a landfill in Alabama and one in Virginia. So now, are they there. incinerating it? Are they using the huge incinerators? Because I, I think there's it. one of these in Nevada, I believe. That, that's two, actually what it is. Like they're a, burning the trash. Like a recycle. But it's something. like $300 million. This is, this is serious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Waste energy is very, very expensive. Right. Uh, there is a company I do know that we had a presentation on called Fulcrum. And Waste Management, Republic, who are competitors, they invested in this company called Fulcrum. Uh, Japanese Airlines, Delta Airlines, Department of Defense have all invested in this company. They take anaerobic waste. It's it's built right outside of Reno, Nevada. And and it's almost like a refinery. They make fuel out of it? Is that what they're doing? They make diesel, I mean, uh, jet fuel, JP4, out of taking food waste right. and turning it into jet fuel where did y'all go y'all i think it was last year you went up to east tennessee we there went was, to a group of y'all we went to Sevier county and looked at their solid waste um uh were they i guess company they that they had it, right? no they composted they, composted. they have a, a large composting facility and then we took a group and went out to san jose and southern san francisco and looked at a state-of-the-art composting facility, a state-of-the-art recycling facility, um, to see how they handled their waste stream out there. Wow. It is a, it's, it's been an issue for a long time. How long has that landfill been out there? Uh, since 1989. Was it 89? Yes, sir. Where did... Where was, where was trash being taken before? Of course, I know it wasn't that big a deal back then. <laughs> there used oh, yeah. to be a landfill in Cannon County at one time, wasn't there? Uh, not where we took ours. Right. matter of fact, uh, if you if you uh, write where uh, the new fire department mm-hmm. is located on, on Medical Center Parkway, right? that right. was right outside. That was the country. That was <laughs> right outside in the county. A lot of waste went there, and then it went where... Um, uh, the fountains are the what? Where the fountains oh, yeah. and where that lake is. Uh-huh. That was another landfill that the city used. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay. Let Let me ask you this: What else do you see as being a problem in the county? What else do you? Well, traffic, and and of course that's always going to be an issue with the growth. We, when our census numbers come up, you know, we just did the census just recently, and when those numbers come back in, which will dictate even down to congressional districts right it'll realign yeah. based right. on population uh, <clears throat> but uh, uh we'll we'll see us as the fourth largest county we'll overtake hamilton county yeah i've uh, heard we, we did yeah i thought we already had our, our but, school district well, it'll be official with the census right our school district has been larger mm-hmm. than uh, with the number of students yeah. that we have what about the opioid crisis opioids is a big uh, it's Man. a big issue right now you don't now. hear about it since you don't hear about anything no well i you know and i understand that and i'm sure bill mayor i'm sure you mm-hmm. do too you know but uh and it has been a big issue but you do have other i'm sure you walk into the office every morning five six mornings a week and there they are between in month of june we had more suicides and overdoses 
deaths in the month of June than we had for COVID. Wow, and then you take being stuck at home, quarantined, right. depressed, losing your job, et cetera. That's right. why our numbers are spiking. The right. county commission, in its yeah. wisdom, this coming Thursday night will vote. It passed budget the other night. Commissioner Craig Harris came before the commission and asked. We'd been we'd put together a, a, a opioid task force that we'd been working That's with. Good. And we will be allocating this Thursday night a billboard campaign to last for a year um, with one of the billboard companies. And uh, so we're going to we're going to throw those billboards up trying to get people's attention. There's a 1-800 hotline you can call if you get ready to commit suicide or or, right. Yeah. Well, I will say this and and I toot my own horn on this. And Bill, this is before you ever came on. Uh, There was in the uh, Tennessee and one Sunday. And we were, I was one of the first people, ever, I think, ever talked about this issue that with, with legal legal drugs. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was so bad. And I think that was the time we got we were issuing more prescriptions and we had a population. That's state, correct. In the state. Yeah, it's you know. crazy. So it's not just confined here to Rutherford County. Zach, we have a caller on the line. We have a caller on the line. And caller, you're on the air with Mayor Bill Ketra and Mr. Murfreesboro. Go I ahead. Believe Mr. Murfreesboro, y'all know. Well, hello. I, I just want to ask Mr. Ketcher a question. Mr. Ketcher, now I had a comment from Bill Burr, Mr. Murfreesboro, but I want to ask uh, Mr. Ketcher. Mr. Ketcher, do you know, is it the city or county, do you think they'll ever come back with the red light cameras? Uh, they took a lot of them out. I think there's maybe a couple left. Do you think they'll ever come back and put more in? Because I know when I'm out driving, people run red lights all the time. How many like tickets do you have out there? Are you trying to ask for well, maybe. I, had, I had a comment with Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson, I, a couple weeks ago, I was reading the paper about um, about 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 uh, building houses. It was in Laverne. Right. They said they were, going to, they were going to triple the impact fees on new houses. Is that true? Oh, I've I'm seen it. Tommy, Okay. All right, you Jeff. Thank in. you, Jeff. Good support of our well, podcast. I think Mr. Kessler can answer that one too. As far as Laverne's <laughs> concerned, I I read the same thing you did in the paper, and and I don't know any more than that. If they're going to do that, that's up to the right. city council. Yeah. And then again, the red lights is a city council issue. Uh, It's a city issue that won't come before us because we don't have any red lights in the county. Um, Just on Fort Parkway. We we do have two. I I take that back. We've got one at the old speedway, uh, the new speedway. Old, new. It's getting ready to be new. We do have one that we pay the city to take care of that one. We've got one other one out in the county. But uh, maybe I can talk to the city about extending the yellow light for you. So you can get well, what, what, <laughs> Hey, what I found yeah. out is that, well, that there's a right. company out of Arizona or somewhere that they make a lot of money off of it. But Yeah, they see, send all those pictures to them. Right. But it goes through what I've been shared with by the city. It goes through a, a sergeant and his team, and they go through every one of them before they go. Or maybe this company sends it back here, and then they they review it before the tickets are actually issued. I think it could cause more access, either slamming on the brakes or... I've never done that. Well, but the, the camera <laughs> you have, uh, but I, I, you know, I the, the the one I got one once and it was right. I ran a red light. You know, and I don't have it was a fifty dollar fine. And I, I paid the fine. So yeah, that's, I think that's the it, the know. rule is, you know, there's a white uh, stop block at every intersection. Right, it's all painted white. Yeah, don't it, pass it. it. Well, if your if your two wheels, your front wheels go over it, you're not going to get a ticket. But once back those wheel. back two wheels go over it, you 
That's it, what they were that, for. That camera you always learn something here on the Edwin Lee Raymer show. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> yeah. Stop lying. But you have uh, that they were designed to truly give you a ticket because we all always had, you know, the police no. officer stops you and light was yellow, light was red, light you know, Well, this I gotta admit, this thing saw. I mean, the yeah. camera does not lie. License plate. You know. Yeah. And by the way, of that that footage that's going on Instagram of me. Uh, I was young. I needed the money. And I'll leave it at that. Thank you. Statue limitations, right? All right. Mayor, let me ask you something. Because, yes, and I'm not, I'm not saddling you with this. Uh, are there, because of this mask thing, because mm-hmm. uh, I went by one of the takeout places Friday night, and I noticed, and I wasn't looking for this, but I was having to notice we had a couple of restaurants that were literally packed with people. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I, I don't want to get anybody in any trouble, especially I don't mean that. I mean, uh, are there any fines or penalties for not addressing this issue? I've had people say, yeah, we don't wear a mask. I don't make my people wear a mask. Well, okay, Executive you know. Order 36 that the governor sent out, it did have, um, here's the penalties that was in the paragraph. Okay. Uh, if you were found disregarding it could be charged by a local law enforcement officer uh on a class uh class a misdemeanor a class a misdemeanor as you know can be up to uh 11 months 29 days in jail right and up to a twenty five hundred dollar fine based on the judge okay the scary part is that if you miss your trial date on a class a misdemeanor it's, it turns into a Class E felony if you don't go to court. Wow. And so, consequently, all of the law enforcement agencies are not enforcing it. Right. Because that's too harsh, in my opinion. But see... The, You'd say maybe a $50, $100 fine well, and be the, done with it. The, yeah, you know, or 250 like something but right, not 2500 right, yeah. and go, go to prison or have a record. And, right. Well, you know, and I the know. courts are kind of... Uh, they've been letting them out. I mean, because... They don't want they they don't don't to deal with it. Yeah. And see, I have the authority by the governor to mandate. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't have a police force. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. So, in, in other I words, can't, it's I, up to the I county or the city or whichever you respective just said it, town. They enforce it. Right. My right. sheriff is elected. Right, sure. The cities have police departments. Right. Right. The historical courthouse in Murfreesboro can only mandate, it can't enforce. Sure. Okay. And I want people to know that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Very good, then. That's um, why I always have mine in my pocket. That's right. No, I keep one, I too. Of course, it. if you go to the bank, lots of times you do it at a drive-up window. But, you, you know, these businesses, they are, they're, they're, trying to, they're trying to salvage their whole life. They're hurting. That's exactly you know, right. They're hurting. They're trying to stay open. They're trying to do whatever they can just to... Just to come through this, because so many people are staying at home, they're not getting out, they're That's driving right. through, not coming in and sitting down. Well, I had potential sponsors. I've got two that are waiting until after January to see what they want to do. They're not. They're not sponsoring with us now. Uh, I can't say as I blame them. Yeah. I, you know, I, I feel no. All of our sponsors, with me and Bill, all of our people are friends first. Mm-hmm. They, they came yeah. to be sponsors. We're appreciative of it. Right. Uh, but. Uh, I mean, right now, I mean, if it's, you know, $50, $100 a month, 200 a month, whatever, 
Mm-hmm. That what can I, go a long what way. people need yeah. to realize this is temporary. I don't think it's going to be forever. This is an inconvenience, but it's not going to last forever. It may be another year. It may be. It may be. It may but be. But it's not the. It's not right. The wor- it could always be worse. Is what I'm saying. Sure, and I mean, I mean, look over in where is it? China or Korea or wherever they've been wearing masks. Over there. It's it's China, yeah, I believe, China. or maybe Japan, one of the, one of the Asian countries. The, the air quality was so bad over there. They've been wearing masks for years, you know. I tell you, some you know, of the positive things you haven't seen a lot of lines. Uh, there's not as much traffic. No. I mean, well, but what has gotten me? What really got me this week? I saw the people in line for food assistance. Yeah, I saw that too. In these major cities. Oh yeah. Um, how are we doing with that, Mayor? I, I have not heard that we've got any lines. As of yet, now I may be wrong. In some other towns, we may have Smyrna, Laverne, Eagleville. There's a refrigerator on the front of a business right down there on Church Street. Says free food. Right. Wow. Um, you know, w- I've been working with Greenhouse Ministries, and and um, they do a great job. Uh, they the do. They, they really yeah. do, uh, and they're in need of um, uh, more refrigeration because, or they don't have any refrigeration. Matter of fact, right. and uh, I'm gonna work with them. And the county commission is going to work with them to try to get them a cooler freezer. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe in this next year's budget that we can help them out because they they Store. get in they get in food that's that's not expiring but it's getting close and the grocery stores in the area donate <laughs> to them and they come by and pick it up. Uh, Journeys is another <laughs> another uh, organization that's working with the homeless um, and their numbers are swelling as well. We're working with them and then there's a uh, a company called. Feed, Feed America. Yeah, Feed America on Murfreesboro Street. Right. Now, John Bragg Highway. John Bragg Highway. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, yeah. David and Edwards, I think, is working uh, on the board out there. We're working with them because they collect food from, uh, I guess, 30 or 40 counties. Right. From, from, uh, and then right. they redistribute it to and food banks. The, the, the thing is, I mean, cold weather, colder weather is mm-hmm. upon us January, February, March. I mean, we're, we're, it's unavoidable. We're going to have to go through that. Uh, but, I mean, just cars lined up as far as you could see. It's, I think this one was in Texas or somewhere. Sure. I don't know. I said it, I've never seen it. And that's just for food. Assistance. That wasn't for a vaccine. Yeah. That was just for food. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a very unfortunate time right now for a lot of people. Again, it doesn't matter what Well, it's through no, pro- no cause of their own. It's called the human race, and that's we're true. learning how to get along yeah. again and to... We've support never. each other because it's it's a tough time the mental thing where half of america is like i'm gonna go out here and the other half's like god gave me brains to use i'm gonna wear my mask mm-hmm. but a lot of people stay at home in the mental psyche with somebody staying in i think we're supposed there's, to be yeah, on the go we're supposed struggling. to be on the go yeah well yeah. my wife's been at home now for i guess more than eight months and uh how's she coping well, very well. She's get she's in the house with me. What do you expect? Me? <laughs> she's tickled to death. She's, I left I'll, that door you know, open. If, if she'll let me out of the house, I'll come up and sit with you and Steve for a few days. And just, no, come on, man. <laughs> I'll buy you lunch. No, she. Uh, well, she's working harder than she ever has uh, because, and she was really and still is excited about it because she mm-hmm. don't have to fight traffic. She worked at uh, Ingram Books. She's an accountant there. Most people know. Yes, and she's been there more than thirty years now, and it's twenty-two miles in. It's, it's an hour plus 
in the morning, an Off hour a, plus in the evening. Off our drive time, that's right. And, Mayor, I saw this uh, on, on the news, on the traffic thing, one afternoon I was sitting at the house, and I had the afternoon, the 5 at 5 or whatever it was, one of the stations on, and uh, I noticed it was like 34 minutes from downtown Nashville to get to Clarksville. It was like 57 minutes from downtown Nashville to get to Murfreesboro. Yeah, it's always. It's and just, I've been in that ride going to Clarksville, and that, that sometimes is a little slow. But you're telling me this is nearly 20 minutes more to get to our town than it is to get to Clarksville. And we're a whole lot closer. It's more people. I mean, yeah, really, it's I think. just unbelievable. Have you, know. you noticed on the interstate on I-24, they've got the <laughs> they've got the frames up now. The yep. signs haven't gone active. Right. But it's our smart corridor. We're the first smart corridor right. in the state of Tennessee to get mm-hmm. this. So it will be pinging and putting out messages, but it'll ping your your phone or or your device in your car and tell you if there's an accident ahead and get off on right. Sam Ridley and mm-hmm. get Directing back on traffic. Water. That's great. Well, of course, your GPS on the phones already do, does that. Mm-hmm. It'll show you the red line on the road if they're. Now, how it knows that, I don't ask me. I, you I know, tell you, since maybe we're Zach talking, could tell you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. These these kids got able to tell we're you. We're talking about transportation. Kids. We've talked about right. this before. Mm-hmm. Do you think oh, yeah. there ever will be like a rail system? I know it's on the back burner because uh, of other things. Well, it'd be nice to have a rail system from here. Well, I, kind of like Watertown to Nashville, you know. I, that's right. And I I did float that idea back when I was in the Senate about putting a right. a, a monorail down the middle of the interstate. Sure, uh, which made sense to me. Uh, I just don't. I don't see it happening anytime soon. The expense it's, of it is just uh, right the now. Expenses. Just, well, at what point, Mayor? What point do you get tapped out for money? And I'm talking about as a county, as oh, a yeah. country, as a state. Yeah. You've served in county and state government now. At what point do you just have to look up and say you know, we just don't have it? We just don't have it. And and it it was amazing the amount of money when the COVID thing hit. Mm-hmm. The amount of grants that just started coming in was going, where's this money coming from? I right. mean, it was yeah. one grant after That's another grant. We are stepping up and taking advantage of it. And one thing we're hoping to get, and I'll share that with you tonight and your listeners, is that uh, it's called a BRIC grant. And this brick? is BRIC, B-R-I-C, okay. BRIC grant. Mm-hmm. And what what we're doing, we're proposing for a form uh, to put in a joint public safety building we're going to do five of them uh out the county out in the county it will house ambulance and um our fire departments and in the middle of it will be a tornado shelter we're going it'll be a a, right not a bad idea secure facility we've got one uh proposed for rockville one for kittrell one for walter hill one for Christiana and one for Amelville. Like a civil defense shelter. Do you remember that, that in 1960? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 One at exactly. Library. We're going to put them on property that we already own, on school properties. Sure. So we don't have to buy. Sure. And then uh, this will this will serve those areas just like just like uh, Rockville and Christiana. We've got two 2,000 homes and subdivisions in both of those areas. 2,000 Rockville, 2,000 proposed to come up. Yeah. That's 4,000 You're heading people. out to, to Four, Eagleville, which Eagleville's becoming its own little metropolis. Yeah. Four, yeah. We're going to go to a quick break right now. Mr. Murfreesboro is my co-host. As you all know, Murfreesboro, uh, Rutherford County Mayor. Sorry, Bill Ketron <laughs> is with us. Zach's on the board. I'm Edwin Lee Raymer. Stay with us. We're going to go to a couple of breaks. Be right back with you. 
You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out of Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left. Take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Sweet B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad sushi starters but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills now mark has set up four of these grills and these chefs are second to none uh, the food very reasonably priced and if you got the kids with you a date with you they will show you a good time that's zao's hibachi and sushi grill 145 Wendellwood drive here in murfreesboro Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, and we are back with Honorable Mayor Bill Ketron of Rutherford County, Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson. Hey, Thank you, Zach. Appreciate that. And, uh, Share with everyone what you just shared with you about the, the bullet that was lodged when you were doing the yeah. you know, remodeling on the courthouse. During the renovation uh, of the historical courthouse, <clears throat> up on the columns on the west side, they're, they're Corinthian columns yeah. that were built when the courthouse was built in in 1858. But uh, the Union took control during the Battle of Murfreesboro or the Battle of Stones River, whichever side you were on, they called it different things. Uh, so there were Confederate prisoners held downstairs in the basement when the Union, actually, we, we have pictures of them with their tents yeah. set up on the east side yeah. of the courthouse. And so we found this bullet when they were painting those columns. Yeah. It's a 50 caliber, um, came from Springfield, 50 caliber. And when we called the ranger out at Stone River Battlefield, he came and looked at it. Now, his theory was that the morning that Nathan Bedford Forrest raided uh, the courthouse at dawn, the Union forces were there. He came in on his horse. Now, I, I haven't verified this with John Lodell, our, our uh, archivist, but uh, they said he rode his horse into the lobby of the courthouse. That's what I heard, too. But... Uh, he said that probably what happened, how that bullet got up there, is the Union forces. I'm telling it. They were they were running down West Main Street, 
uh, going towards broad they turned around and shot back <laughs> you know just to shoot not aiming just trying to shoot back and and that, scaring them yeah and that bullet lodged up there right hey look okay. did look. you remove the did y'all did you guys remove the bullet we have it you uh, left you have it we have so it. You have is it. that going to okay. go in the you yes. know i sit on the board for the rutherford county historical society and that is a great group if you'll know anything about history we meet over at the old ransom school on mm-hmm. academy nine to twelve every saturday morning but I understand that the county at the courthouse, and you've helped out a lot with this, is there's going to be a museum there. That's correct. With archives from the That's county, correct. The I, history of the county. Uh, I love that. You probably know uh, Dr. Van West. Uh, yes. Van West is our state historian, and he also runs the the uh, historical program, uh, preservation program at MTSU. And I task him with the, with the task of uh, once I move IT out of the building, our technology uh, computer folks over to 20 north in the old judicial building that's going to free up those office spaces downstairs on the south side of the courthouse and so they're going to come in and and we're going to put in real nice displays i i still serve on the on the state museum board in nashville and we're going to get a lot of uh, artifacts that come in um, that are generic to to Rutherford, Rutherford County. County, but we're going to tell the whole story from the Indians when they used to come here. This was a popular Black hunting Fox. grounds. Black Fox. Black Fox, Revolution, Civil War, First World War, all the way up to Carnation was a big deal. Then, big State, then State Farm yeah. uh, came in, and then Nissan. So we're going to tell the whole story of Rutherford County. And That's the going to be a long story, I'll tell you. But especially when I moved here in 1980, a few months later, Nissan was announced. And it was a different world yes. back before that. Back before that oh, announcement, and we owed, uh, I guess, the Ridleys some thanks for that because they did they did some work to get that to get uh, that. The Ridleys there. and and you Lamar, know. he played Lamar. A, he did, yeah, yeah, important part in bringing these. Yeah, I remember yeah. the. He said, "Who was it rode the mule? Rode the horse through the courthouse?" Uh, Nathan Bedford Forrest. My oh, closest, the Ramers came to that. Uh, we have an uncle uh, on my grandmother's side. Uh, Jack Nelson, he rode uh, an old gray mare into the pool hall to evade arrest from uh, in Muhlenberg <laughs> County, Kentucky. See, that's the closest the hat field like, in the fame we've got. And that's, well, that's a true Raiders, story. My right? father swore that was a true story. Really? Yeah, and he got yeah. away from it. He did? <laughs> he ran out the back. And ran out the back door. <laughs> well, I think it's great that we're doing a lot with history. Uh, well, I'll bring a lot of tourism back people downtown. People don't realize how much history's here. Yes, sir. Bill, I have yeah. to ask you about this. All right. And I'm sorry, but I've got to do it. Or I would be derelict in my in my calling. There was a report this past week on Channel Five, Jennifer Krause. Uh, I'm not going to go into all of this. Uh, December seventh, uh, that a, nearly a quarter of a million dollars is missing, uh, according to auditors who conducted an audit. Former State Senator Bill Ketrin's campaign, uh, two audits ordered by Tennessee Register of Election Finance, looked at both Ketrin's Senate campaign account as well as account for Political Action Committee. Uh, known as Quest. Can you comment on that and please tell us what's going on? No, I I, I can't comment on that, Ed. Why? Uh, uh, the registry met last Monday, okay. and they have kicked it to April okay. for a show cause hearing. Show cause hearing, and what will happen? What happens then? I have the opportunity to show cause the charges that have been brought against, against me. Now, are these state charges, or how is this? How is this done? They're not state charges at this point. I mean, are they just 
you say charges. I don't know what kind of charges. Well, have, they, have they really brought any charges yet? No, there, there's been no charges. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, and so they, they've put this off till April. That's correct. And you have a date on it yet? Have they hard, line, hard set a date on it? There is a date. I'm not sure what that date is, but okay. it's on the registry calendar. Okay. All right. You know, I had to ask you about that. I'm sorry. Sure. You know, but, uh, you know, um, and um, all right, let's move on with that then. uh, Are you going to take the vaccine comes in? Are you going to be the first to take it? (laughs) No, I can't. (laughs) I I can't take it. And and none of my people who my director of public uh, safety, my director of, of EMS, they can't take it. It's got to go to people who are actually working in the nursing homes and the hospitals. Right. Well, yeah, when, but, when all that I when mean, all that takes place, it comes around. Well, are you going to take it, Ed? Well, I yeah. I'm I mean, when it's available, but I'm not pushing to get. You know, I I don't think any of us here are really. You know, I want that vaccine right now. You know, I mean, I did nothing like that. Here's what I've said would would happen, and it's 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 an unfortunate scenario. But a lot of people were afraid there would be reactions, there would be, you know, adverse reactions right. to this thing. By the time it gets down to us, the quote-unquote guinea pigs, and, and, that's, and that's, that's the nice people that are taking it. Yeah. Well, it's it, you know what I'm saying. It's, that's, that's an orthodox way to put it. But a lot of people will already end out of, the kinks you know, will be 40, 50 million, 40 or 50 million people, you're bound to have some 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 yeah. track to run on adverse that. reactions right i mean you, you will have some adverse reactions some of it you know well, and to answer your question uh, i have an underlying condition uh, as oh, a you've got, okay. five-year cancer survivor and right. i haven't discussed this with my oncologist at this point uh you know i, I will wait and well, take his advice we'll see my wife had a too with uh, she laid in, uh, with pneumonia for 30 days and i said you know this was at the older the old hospital before they built the new one and she laid there for 30 days. It was 11 years ago. So that's another reason we like having her home mm-hmm. uh, is to, you know, uh, and she likes being there. I mean, that's so that's those home cooked meals, right, Ed? Do what? Those home cooked meals. I'm doing, I, Are you doing, I, I, I'm doing most of the, yeah, I do a lot of good. At least I can do is have a nice meal fixed in yeah. the evening. You know, I mean, try right. to do that. that most, a most lot of night. people are gaining weight by cooking at home. Oh, don't, no, I don't need to gain Ed, anymore. Ed, oh, Lord Ed, God. you look great. Thank you. Yeah, you you lie well, too, Mr. Murfreesboro. Let's go to our last uh, few breaks, and then we'll be back with Mayor Bill Ketron right after this. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds. Now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties, sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's. 877-GRUMPY'S or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. 
Thanks for tuning in. And when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with parts a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a thousand families with their real estate needs. And we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, we've got just a few minutes left here. Mayor Bill Ketchum is good enough to come up with us tonight. And, uh, okay, folks, where do we go from here? Well, Mayor? We keep a positive attitude. Uh, we, we're Rutherford Strong. Right, and we're going to continue. We're going to beat this, and Rutherford County is going to be uh, at the top of this. It's a great place to live. It's a great place to live. Yeah, uh, we're. I'm proud to be uh, representing uh, Rutherford County as county's mayor. Right. I'll do everything that I can to. to Well, I've told everyone. I think that all of our governors, our mayors, everything through this have done the best job we possibly could. I mean, no one's ever been through this before. You know, and. I don't have. Uh, I have no complaints. I would. I wouldn't know what to tell people what to do. I wouldn't. Have, and I've been president, governor, senator, mayor. I don't. I don't know. Well, it is. Know, a, it is a first. You know, the Spanish flu of 1918 is something you can compare. Well, but that killed 50 million. I don't know how many killed. Well, but we didn't have medicine or anything right, at that point in time. We have a lot to be grateful to live here in Rutherford mm-hmm. County. That we have great officials. We have a great uh, hospital. Here's a question I got. Vanderbilt was wanting to come down and put a right. hospital in, I think, out in Barfield. And I don't know who voted it down, but the CON board. They, they voted it down. To me, it seems like it would be good to have another hospital with the growth that's going on. Which, Saint Thomas, what's your thoughts on that? St. Thomas applied for the CON, and so did Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt got turned down. Uh, St. Thomas was accepted. I don't think it's over. I think they'll come back because it was going to be an orthopedic with 87 beds. Right. Uh, matter of fact, they're coming in uh, tomorrow to shoot. A, um, a They're going to be up on the courthouse campus uh, shooting an, an advertisement or kind of a goodwill piece. Right. I think they, they, they want to be in Rutherford County. I think that's They right. already have lifelight here. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the, 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 you work with Vanderbilt where you want to work with them or not. Oh, sure. And what got me about it is not like Vanderbilt just went into the hospital business a couple of months ago. No, and, I mean, it, and they, they're treating over 150 patients at Vanderbilt in Nashville that live in Murfreesboro that are driving. So that's why they right. want a presence here. And the population right. growth. I mean, a, a CON gets real political. Does? Yes, it mm-hmm. does. It gets yeah. real political. Okay. Well, we I think... I don't think that's the end of the the issue. To be honest with you, I no, think we'll. They'll come I, back. I think they'll be back with the growth we've had and we're having. When you were on one 
one time before. Mm-hmm. You had said the figures showed we would have an additional 300000 by... 2035, 2035. I think. Is that still holding? I mean, I know we haven't had really time. It That's, is. You think that'll... You saw, the, you saw the, the cars from Texas and Arizona and California. They're Big all time California. There. There's a lot of people moving you. here from... Cal- and being in the real estate business. Yeah. There's a lot of people from California... There's people. There's people from Florida. There's people from up north. Everybody. I think a lot of it's the state income tax, but this area specifically because of education. There was a thing on 60 Minutes tonight that said that uh, to have a baby in Northern California. I saw. It. Yeah, it was double. It was what double. It, what did it say? It was, it was double. It's it it double. If if your child was a preemie or had complications as a child, it was six hundred and ten thousand right. dollars to have yeah. that baby. Whereas in Los Angeles and Southern California, it's half. My it was God. Half. Well, that's because, that's because the company had bought, and they have the monopoly on I forget the name of that company. I yeah. don't know, but uh, you can go look at it. I'm sure it's on. It's hit YouTube by now. And uh, check out 60 Minutes and uh, with Leslie Stahl did it. It's unbelievable that something would get that far out of hand. Um, well, there's not I mean, a better place double. to live than right here. That's right. I don't think there is either. I really don't. And, you know, when even when the city and the mayor, you had nothing to do with this, but with the Gateway Project, you know, I had a lot of, personally, I yeah, you know, I don't know if we ought to be in the real estate business or not, but it's turned out to be unbelievable. I mean, it really has. Yeah. Uh, mayor, we touched on this earlier. Do you think that down the road, we've had the combination now of the electric company and, and you know, Middle Tennessee Electric, do you see that with school systems? I'm not talking about city you personally. Down the road, city, Combining. county, water, and the same thing. Uh, uh, because I, I do. I think it's coming. Yeah, I, I can see that. There was some discussion uh, a year or so ago with uh, right. Salem's new school for the city. Yeah. Right. Talking with the county. I don't think the county is interested. But, you know, it's not up to the county to say they don't want it. Sure. It's up to the city to say we're out of the business. Because uh, okay. they chose, it's mandatory in Tennessee code that we have to provide education. Cities choose to create a special school district by legislation, and they can give it up just as easy as they as they right. took it on. Uh, just like the city sold, all counties, sold Murfreesboro. That's correct. All right. all counties have to provide education, uh-huh. so they can okay. they yeah. can opt out. Man, well, it's going to be something. Yeah, it's going to be something. I just to want to say thank you for doing the mandate. I do. I too. know it's been unpopular, but I it's it's yeah. it's principles before personalities. Well, I and mean, you, and and I really do thank you for uh, I, doing that. And I think you. I did the pe- best that I, I with all the information, all the research I'd done. I made the best decision to protect the most amount of people. Uh, I know it was stepping on some people's civil rights and, and their personal rights and their constitutional rights yeah, and, yeah. you know, about the government telling them what to do. All I did was mandate it. Right. And, again, uh, if I had the opportunity, I'd tell Governor Lee, you know, you didn't do this guy right. I told him that. Yeah, I said, I think it's up to the governor to make that announcement. And I said, this is not right. And with our own mayor here, Shane McFarland, you know. I mean, uh, Mayor uh, Governor Lee told me that we were going to agree to disagree. You know, he said it's a local issue, and I said, "Well, it's a statewide issue." Alabama did it. They Others, did. They Other did. Alabama did do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's mandatory. But you know, and, well, it's like it's and people don't wear them in Alabama. You know, so it's right. It's one of those issues. You know. Well, I'll tell you what. We're getting ready to get out of here. I want to thank you for coming up, Mayor. We appreciate it always when you come up. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bill, thanks for setting this up. Yes. And uh, 
Uh, we're going to be back with you next week, I hope, and Zach will be here on the board. Our guest tonight has been Honorable Mayor Bill Ketron, Mayor of Rutherford County.